My name is Craig Wright. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hello, you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network, coming to you on Wednesday, November 9th, 2016. My name is Emerson Malone. I am a podcast producer for the Daily Emerald. That sound you just heard was recorded last night, election night, right out on 13th Avenue here on campus. A massive group of students were out on the streets soon after it was announced the results of the election. (laughs) And I don't think it's the last time we're going to hear this track from YG. (laughs) So now I'm going to introduce my guests for today's Emerald Recommends podcast. Today, the songs to process your rage. (laughs) And I just want to say something. When I pick my guests for our podcasts, I'm not picking the best. I'm I'm bringing in people that have a lot of problems. Clearly, they're they're bringing in drugs. They're bringing crime. (laughs) They're rapists. (laughs) Some, I assume, are good people. That, oh, that explains a little First of all, introduce one bad hombre. <laughs> he put us on the other side of the wall. I get Craig it. Wright. This is Craig Wright. Yes. What do you do? I am the arts and culture editor for The Emerald. Oh, I'm Sarah Rosa, and I'm the arts and culture reporter here tonight. The? One of them. Okay. How were your nights, respectively? Hard. Got anxious. <laughs> it, it was interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been following the New York Times. They were saying like 89% chance for Hillary to win, like even the day before the election. Mm-hmm. And seeing it switch so suddenly was in a matter of hours. Yeah. That yeah. was jarring. Yeah. Um, I have a friend in DC who I texted. I was just like, hey, dude, what's the haps? And like <laughs> five minutes later, he says, I'm going to kill myself. Have you heard from him since? I have not. Oh. You should probably check yeah. in with him. Yeah, my friend. My friend texted me, she's in Boston right now, and she's at a protest, and there are thousands of people there, and I have seen multiple pictures from it, and it just looks crazy. It's scary. I mean, it's surprising, too, I think. It's very surprising. I think we all thought it would turn out a very different way. Right. I mean, I think we all knew Jill Stein was, like, the shoe-in, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, Gary Johnson. My dad texted me last night, and I was like, are all election nights this punishingly stressful? Mm. And he's like, no. Yeah. This is unique. And then he's like, we could have had a V8. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be reeling from Tuesday night's Mm. results for quite a while, I imagine. There was a rally today in the EMU Amphitheater, and they sang John Lennon's Imagine, but it was just the chorus, (laughs) and so it lasted about 12 seconds. So... I want to go around the table and I want to hear your suggestions for how you're processing your emotions this week. Sarah Rosa, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. I think about this song a lot in terms of like social justice. Um, Dirty Boulevard by Lou Reed is one of my favorite songs of all time, actually. It's off of his album, New York, which is kind of funny because Donald Trump is from New York, I believe. And the song has a specific lyric uh, that plays on the poem that's on the Statue of Liberty. I can't remember who the poem is by, but the lyric is, give me your tired, your poor, and I'll piss on them. And I think that's definitely how a lot of America is feeling today, like pissed on. (laughs) Um, And it's a song, I think, that gets at a lot of like the turmoil that has gone on in our country in a long time, uh, for a long time, in a very interesting way. It's also kind of a bop. It's like it moves along really well. 
um, it has momentum. And I think that's something important to keep in mind when things are this stressful in politics is that the only way we can move on is to move forward and to have some hope. And even though the song is very sarcastic and very dry, I think sometimes those jokes have hope. So even if we're being pissed on, there's still a sense of humor there and still a sense of lightness that I think is super important when we're all feeling a little bit down. Pedro lives out of the Wilshire Hotel. He looks out a window without glass. The late Lou Reed, mm-hmm. a master of speak singing. Yes. <laughs> I think I remember hearing a Hannah Montana episode where someone talks about Lou Reed. Like, they're like, oh, you speak sing like Lou Reed. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Boulevard by Lou Reed. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I like Lou Reed a lot. I'm not sure how I feel about, like, the Velvet Underground, but I like his solo stuff. I, New York is a great album. I remember my dad playing Meet Romeo Had Juliet, and I like that song, too, a lot. I think it expresses a similar sentiment. Craig, what do you got? Well, I'd been listening to the song a lot the last few weeks, just with life in general. Uh, it's called I Must Not Think Bad Thoughts <laughs> by the band X, and it pretty much is saying the world is screwed up, but... You can't think bad thoughts all the time because nothing is going to be accomplished that way. The facts we hate will never be walking down the road. Everybody yelling, hurry up, hurry up. But I'm waiting for you. I must go slow. I must not think bad thoughts. When is this world coming to? great thing about this song is it it feels like you're living through well I guess you're watching someone listening to someone having an anxiety attack on record because <laughs> it's you know John John Doe and Exine Cervantes just going back and forth like you know the first line of the song is the facts we hate we'll never meet walking down the road everybody yelling hurry up mm-hmm. it's just like saying we've gotten to this point where we don't even talk to people anymore and here they are having this conversation about the world and it just slowly builds and builds until they're saying, like, I must not think bad thoughts. And then it just explodes into this chorus. It's just them saying, I must not think bad thoughts. It's like, no matter how much you say it, it's like, it's just going to drive you mm-hmm. insane. And this song just so perfectly follows that up. And, mm-hmm. like, there's a great verse where they say, like, I'm guilty of murder of innocent men, innocent women, innocent children, thousands of them. My planes, my guns, my money, my soul, my blood on my hands. It's all my fault. Then just like, but I must not think bad thoughts. Like, that's what comes next. Because they're just saying, like, by being here, like, bad things happen. And, you know, it's if you just focus on the bad, nothing good's going to come from it. And I think it's pretty pressing in mm-hmm. these times. Just, like, we, we can't give up. Like, <laughs> no matter what happens, like, you just have to keep trying to focus on the positive, no matter how hard it may be. And, I, yeah, this song just, from the lyrics to the sound, it just mm-hmm. all goes so well together. Yeah, I like that line, both sides are right, but both sides murder. Yeah, yeah. I think that gets at something like, I like to live in the gray area politically, at least. I like to try to like have some of that middle ground. And like I think that gets at a lot of what a lot of people have been feeling this election, too. Yeah, definitely. I Must Not Think Bad Thoughts by X. For mine, I picked a... When we were discussing the prompt of songs to rage by... I gravitated toward a specific track from a band called Downtown Boys. They're from Providence. And on their Bandcamp page, 
they describe themselves as a bi-bilingual political dance sax punk party from Providence. So punk band came out with an album last year called Full Communism. This song is called Monstro. by downtown boys this song is just a kinetic punk feminist anthem and it's really undeniable um the mantra she's brown she's smart just kills me every time i listen to it and i think we need more feminist anthems at this time because i had to hold a friend while she cried on my shoulder last night as the results came in yeah i actually felt unsafe walking home last night it wasn't even like the protest or anything but i was just like as a woman in this world this is terrifying i actually brought my pepper spray today so but i I get that i actually called my mom and i cried but that's for another time my second song maybe is a little bit of optimism in it it's actually by an israeli artist who does a lot of work like bringing Palestinians and Israelis together. His name is David Broza. He's actually, I think his family, they're Sephardi, which means they're Spanish Jews um, or from the Arab world, Spanish, like anything that's not Eastern European Jews. Um, he does a lot of really cool work. The song is called Yihieto, which means things will be better. And there's a specific lyric that is eerily scary and also very, I think, very optimistic in a weird way. The song was written like five years ago, I think, but the Hebrew translates basically to the clown has become the king, the prophet has become the clown, and I have forgotten the path, but I still am here. And that, I was looking up his music this weekend actually for another thing, and I saw that lyric and I was like, ooh, wow. And it's a soft song, which is nice, so it's don't necessarily have to rage to it, but instead can like cry. <laughs> but it's, it's ultimately, it's a very hopeful song. I'm really passionate about like foreign policy and all that good stuff. And I think it's important when we're talking about what's happening in the U.S. elections to bring in outside perspectives. And I think this is a great one. And I like that during the verse, he, he like reassures you it's not just Yihiatov, but it's Yihiatov Ken, which means yes. So it's that nice like like reassurance that I think we could all use right now. And I think we can all like generate that, that love and that like understanding, which is really important. How do you pronounce the name again? Yihiatov. Yihiatov from yes. David Broza. David. David Broza. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Pretty. He, his stuff is really interesting. Craig? So if you want a song to rage to, I figured, what better than Black Flag? <laughs> uh, Black Flag's an 80s L.A. punk band from D.C. And yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're rough. Um, <laughs> but the first song on their debut album is called Rise Above, and it's just Henry Rollins angry as hell and just saying like the first line of the song is just jealous cowards try to control then the rest of the band the back just yells rise above we're gonna rise above (laughs) they distort what we say try and stop what we do what they can't do when they can't do it themselves we're tired of your abuse try to stop us it's no use like this is basically 
angry punk rock in a nutshell. Like, <laughs> I'm making a prediction. Angry punk is going to make a big comeback in the next few months. Mark my words. It's not going to be very good, but it's coming back. So be ready for that. Um, There's a whole other podcast where we could talk about what we think Trump era pop culture is going to be like. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, there's going to be a lot of just like, we made mistakes and now we're mad. And that stuff is never very good, in my opinion. Regret punk. So, yeah, regret <laughs> punk. Um, but I mean, Sad core. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. There's a song waiting to be written about the 11,000 votes that Harambe got, right? Someone's got to be mad punk. about that. I think Black Flag wrote that song. They they might have. They, they predicted Harambe's <laughs> rise and fall. <laughs> One of the reasons they were so successful, though, is because they could actually play their instruments. Like, hmm. I think that's going to be one thing that happens. It's a bunch of people just going to be like, I can play a power chord. But, you know, Greg Jinn, again, I forget how to pronounce it. He's really good at guitar. So mm-hmm. it, it works. But, yeah, I mean, this song also has a hopeful side, though, because mm-hmm. it's kind of saying, like, we're going to rise up mm-hmm. together. And, you know, it's kind of saying, like, the outcasts. Mm-hmm. And seeing, what, 600-ish people marching down the streets last night, mm-hmm. that's kind of what was already happening. So we'll see if that continues good protest anthem yes Mm. for sure what did i choose next (laughs) (laughs) okay here it is (laughs) i chose nobody speak from dj shadow featuring run the jewels Mm. this came out this summer and it's very angry I've ever listened to Run the Jewels before, but I like that. I need to give them another chance. Yeah. Yeah. They're really visceral. Killer Mike is one of my favorite people. He was the second rapper. You just heard the first one was LP. They have two albums out, both called Run the Jewels. Um, <laughs> there's a third one coming out. It's going to be called Run the Jewels. Do you know why they named their albums like that? Why they How they got the name Run the Jewels? No, I, why they named their albums Run the Jewels, all three of them. Branding. Okay. That was a better answer than that. Really well-produced track. I love the hook. It's visceral. It's political. It's what we need. Sarah Rosa. Okay. Um, my last song is by Sleater Kinney. Um, speaking about like the woman issue before, I read Carrie Bronstein's book, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl, this past year, and then like slowly, like I hadn't listened to them before, and then just slowly kind of like just went into their discography. And They're so one my... of the greatest bands of all time. Yes. I'm just going to interrupt you. Sorry. Oh, thanks. Mansplain yeah. me. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but this Supporting song... Supporting you. <laughs> This song, Modern Girl, I think gets at something like Hunger Makes Me Modern Girl and like how I think as women, like a feminist anthem again, like I think it's really important that we have these anthems to bring us together and to like make us feel strong because I don't know what's going to happen. It's really terrifying as a woman, as a Jewish woman to exist in a world where Trump is president. But again, like the song has a sense of hope and a sense of humor that I think is super important.
modern girl, Sleater Kenny. May I interject now? Yes, yes, you okay. can. <laughs> I saw Sleater Kenny on their last yeah. tour. They closed with that song, and it was just yeah. absolute silence in the crowd. I mean, yeah. God, they are one of the best live bands out there. Said yeah. I miss them. An artist I really like named Lizzo, who's also like the strong, powerful, awesome hip hop artist. Um, she opened for them on their tour, and she's just fantastic. And I was actually going to choose one of her songs, but then. I had like eight others. <laughs> All right. Well, I am going to end mine on a literal positive note. <laughs> Hold steady. Stay positive. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to be hopeful through this whole thing. Like, you know, <laughs> we're, we'll be okay, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. So having Craig Finn yelling at you to stay positive and... If you've ever seen the Hold Steady perform live, like Craig Finn is just hilarious. He'll he'll make your day better. Just see him laugh or just watch <laughs> him dance and you'll laugh. You'll be happy. But stay positive. It's pretty self-explanatory anthem, but it's it's what we need right now. And it's a pretty good feeling, yeah, it feels pretty good. I got a lot of double takes when I'm coming around those corners. Stay positive, the hold steady. Indeed. Conflict of interest, you're wearing a hold steady shirt. Yeah, well, you know, I actually woke up, was like, you know, we need to stay positive. (laughs) But hey, the sun still came up today. It was actually a really nice day in Eugene today, so hey, maybe there's hope. I told someone to enjoy the weather and they looked at me like I was crazy. There's a weird subtext whenever you ask someone how their day is going today. (laughs) It's your last one. Realized I picked too many songs, so I'm trying to figure out. I suppose I'll end with one of the angriest bands I know, Titus Andronicus, who you can basically throw a dart at their discography and you'll find a good rage song. This one is from their 2010 album, The Monitor, which is a nice concept album that sort of equates the bummer of being a 30-something living in New Jersey with the brutality and violence of the Civil War, but it does it seamlessly. Yes. So this is No Future Part 3, Escape from No Future, Titus Andronicus. Why does that song put a smile on my face? No idea. <laughs> okay, But to be fair, it does end with him saying, you'll always be a loser, and, and that's, that's okay. okay. It's like, yeah. I actually almost picked a song from that album as well. So, Which yeah. one were you going to go with? I was going to go with A More Perfect Union just because it's still kind of hopeful. And, Seven Minute yeah. Banger. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fantastic album, though. Again. Yeah, I want to listen to it now. Titus Andronicus <laughs> has a penchant for doing this sort of mm-hmm. cyclical mantra of refrains. So it's always something really dismal, like you'll always be a loser. And <laughs> it, it, it On any of their records, you'll find that they use refrains a lot. Mm. And it's always really dour stuff. <laughs> I love that song. Sarah Rosa, follow yes. that. <laughs> oh, right. Um, I actually have two that are both have Billy Bragg in them. And I think it's important to note that Billy Bragg is a British artist. But I think we're talking about like, punk and like the rise of punk again that Craig is predicting. I was thinking about like great political artists like who are just their music is inherently political and that's something that's really big in their work and my mind keeps turning to 
Woody Guthrie and how sad he would be about this election and also his amazing songwriting unfortunately I've never listened to any of his stuff that has like that actually is his but I one of my favorite albums of all time is Mermaid Avenue which is Wilco and Billy Bragg um taking unreleased lyrics of Woody Guthrie's and um putting music to it um they're fantastic there are three of them and they're some of them are political some of them aren't but they all carry this just sense of hope again um so I'm going to choose Eisler on the Go um, by Billy Bragg and Wilco and Woody Guthrie as a song. This one's actually kind of sad. Maybe it's not as helpful, but I think it gets at some of what was happening in like, like the Red Scare, um, which is something I hope that like I hope people aren't. Um, I hope things don't become scary again. And I mean that's a simple thought, but I think the song is sad and scary and maybe not as positive. But I think it's it's very like beautiful too Eyes the wrong the go Eyes the wrong the move Brother is on the vinegar truck and I don't know what I'll do Don't know what One more note on this song I think it's the song like the saddest song of the bunch that i chose um because it that like, i don't know what i'll do part um i think is uh, like the way he repeats it i don't know what i'll do i don't know what i'll do is probably the saddest but i think sometimes it's okay to sit in that sadness and i think that song helps me like process some of that jeff tweedy sings about being lonely more than anybody else in the music industry i could think <laughs> of yeah i really like the vibe of this it's not it's it's just country enough that it's mm-hmm. it's not like more like being there than it is um Uncle Tupelo or the Wilco's yes, earlier yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I think Billy Bragg is like oh his his voice is fantastic and then Jeff Tweedy also sings on um California Stars, which if you've ever seen Wilco play live, that's one of that's an album off this first one. I mean that's a song off this first album of Mermaid Avenue stuff and that's also a really good one. I like how Jeff Swing s- sings on that, not swings. <laughs> I actually saw Wilco play mm. uh, California Stars with Janet Weiss from Sleater Canyon. Oh, wow. It was really cool. That sounds really yeah. cool. Peter Buck and Scott McGoy were there mm. as well. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Emerson, I bet you're probably happy we finally do a podcast where I don't talk about the replacements, huh? Um. So I think it's interesting that you mentioned a folk song because I recently interviewed Tommy Stinson from the replacements. Uh. I'm, I'm going there. I'm going there. <laughs> but we actually talked about how punk and folk have just how they overlap so much mm-hmm. and I thought it was interesting cause he just said like it's the country folk blues it's just the nucleus of it and mm. like he made the interesting point that after you go through the whole cycle of punk like so many guys like him and John Doe from Axe mm. end up in co- just really good country and mm. folk type bands so that's all that cool is. you have a song yeah. or is that just that I can do a song um, I'm gonna go with America by Simon and Garfunkel because it's I think that's still part of America, just people mm-hmm. trying to find mm-hmm. their sense of America, and especially right now mm-hmm. with the future being so uncertain, especially with you know non-white groups, that the idea of America is still there, but mm. what's it going to become? And it's just a great song. Cool. I walked in on my roommate listening to that and crying today, so. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, America, Simon and Carfunkel. And they can't take that. And I'm proud to be an American <laughs> Where at least I know I'm free <laughs> I 
Simon and Garfunkel are the most patriotic <laughs> duo. All ever. right, you gonna play the Team America soundtrack next? <laughs> least i know i'm free <laughs> america simon and garfunkel you know who used that in their campaign ad probably bernie, bernie. sanders uh, i like that song unironically that's a great one yeah i love that um when it's an almost famous like yeah. that that scene is great see this they're on pot <laughs> well i think we're about to sign off but i think we have time for about one more um i was gonna play a, a cut from the Canadian industrial rock outfit who we all know their name's holy fuck <laughs> but I'm not because Simon and Garfunkel got me in a sentimental mood Aww. so now I feel like I gotta now are you gonna play 2112 by Rush I'm Emerson I'm Sarah Rosa I'm Craig and this is the Emerald Podcast Network to hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network visit dailyemerald.com or subscribe to Emerald Podcasts on iTunes Thanks for listening. This is, you know what? To hell with it. I'm playing Holy Fuck. This song is called Acidic. <laughs>